This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. I want to talk about motivation, right? Everybody's not motivated enough. I need to find the motivation before I'm ready to do that. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up, dude. All right. So uh, I, I have to say this, right, because I'm just as guilty, if not more so than any of the rest of you when it comes to talking about motivation, right? I'm just not motivated to do that today. Oh, you're really motivating me when you do that. Keep it up. Wow, man, that that really is motivating to, to hear that. All these things are things that we say and we catch ourselves saying it. We might even catch ourselves thinking it. Obviously, if we're saying it, we're thinking it. And I I think that we're way too consumed with this idea of action can't occur without the motivation with which to initiate the action is present. We can't do anything unless we're motivated to do it. Well, man, let me ask you something. Like all these years of having a job, having your own business, having a Pay taxes, having to file paperwork, having to sort and and categorize and itemize and uh, everything that you don't want to do on a daily basis or even a quarterly or yearly basis on some of that crap. Are you motivated to do it? Did you wake up that day and go, hell yes, I'm ready to file some shit. Damn, I can't wait to... Calculate all my expenses. I've been waiting for this. (laughs) Hell no, you haven't. Come on now. If you are, you're not the appropriate listener for this podcast. You just ruled yourself out. Guys, you're not motivated to do 98% of the shit that we have to do on a daily basis. Is that an accurate number? No, I just made it up. Don't fact check me on that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the, the first one to tell you, I don't know what the actual statistic is, but in my mind, that's my perception. About 98% of what I have to do, I don't want to do it. I'm not motivated to do it. What I am is drawn to the result of if I do that thing, right? The outcome. That's what I am excited about. Right, being being able to enjoy time with my loved ones, being able to take a trip if I need to just get out of town. Right, things happen like you're just so stressed. A perfect opportunity comes up. Not having to sit there and ask for somebody's permission if I'm allowed to go use the time that I've been allocated legally to use for vacation. AKA having a job. 
for someone else that is not me? I want to be able to have, have that ability. But I know, right, in order to do that, there are things I don't want to do. I'm not motivated to do them. Getting up and trying to create some content for social media doesn't excite me. Oh, but Jason, you're so great at video. You should do more videos. Thank you. I do feel really comfortable in front of a camera. I really do. I feel like somehow I'm able to start in one place, finish in another, and then somehow everything in between started to make sense and might have been inspirational to somebody that day or might have triggered some sort of action that they needed to take that day by hearing it or watching it. That's great, but I don't enjoy that process. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable because I automatically will put this pressure on myself to feel like I have to outdo the last time, right? That I have to do better. That am I, am I doing good enough? And I'm doing it with my face visible in front of the world, and then they can see me if I mess up. Have I ever messed up in a way that would be catastrophic and somebody might no longer want to uh, associate themselves with me? No, that's yet to happen anytime I try to do a video. But the more I think about trying to do a video because that's what, oh, you're supposed to do this for your business. I, that's not me. I do it when it's necessary. I will video message my clients. That's different. I know them. I picture them when I'm having the conversation into the screen. When it's me just posting a video, talking in front of my phone, which is ridiculous because I'm staring at this tiny little area where I believe the camera is supposed to be. With the iPhone 12, it's sometimes a little mysterious as to which exact camera is picking you up that's hidden there right at the top. But I'm sitting there trying to imagine that I'm talking to a human right now and I'm staring at this tiny little circle that's a little bit reflective with a little bit of blue so you can tell there's a, a refraction happening there with the camera lens. But for the most part, underneath that, I'm trying not to pay attention to just how large and stupid my giant head looks and the facial expressions that I make that I don't realize that I make all happening in real time. It's very distracting. Example, that's something I don't necessarily want to do. Now, I do it when I have to. Why? It's not because I'm motivated. I don't sit there and go, oh, man, I can't wait to record that video today. I can't wait to create that content today. What does push me forward, I know that, damn it, if I don't do it, I can't help somebody today. That's me choosing me over choosing them. That's not to say that there's not a time and a place where I need to choose me, right? I choose me first every day. I have to, I have to, because that's what I believe. That's like what God wants me to do. That's when I function better. When I start the day focused on me, I'm able to do everything else for everyone else. If I start the day about everyone else, that leads a snowball effect to where 
more and more days occur and I lose sight of myself. And next thing I know, I feel frustrated, trapped, confused, angry, insecure, all these things, right? So I have to start with me. And so I know if I, it, it, like truly, if I'm to help other people, even if it's one person, I don't care like if there's a hundred y'all out there every day that love this or a thousand that love it. That's not the reality, right? You're not going to love every single thing I do every day. You're not going to like every comment. You're not going to subscribe on everything. That stuff is all vanity metrics anyway. It doesn't matter. But if there's one person, right, that hears it, feels it, it hits them in the feels right at the right time. They do the action for themselves as a result of it because that message just lit some kind of fire under them. Thank God that's what it's for. But if I don't kind of push myself to do that, when I know it's time for me to do it, it won't get done. There's no motivation that happens beforehand. That's action. Action happens, and then the motivation comes later when I see, damn it, something good happened. Now I want to do it more. Same thing with what we do in the gym. Guys, I didn't want to work out this morning. I know none of y'all did either. Majority of y'all might have skipped out because you didn't want to. You're doing yourself a disservice. I promise you that. I promise you that will come back to bite you in the ass. Because it's never just a day off. It's never just a week off. I'm never just going to take it easy this quarter. It turns into months and years. And then the next thing you know, you're doing it because you're forced to. I've had people tell me, I don't think all that exercise is good for you. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry to hear that. You know where they make you exercise? Cardiac rehab. So you can wait until that point, right? When your heart craps out and you're forced to go to rehab, you're forced to exercise after you had a massive cardiac event. They don't tell you to take it easy. Just lay up in the bed. Bro, stay in the bed for about the next eight to 10 months. You've done too much, right? How'd you have the heart attack? Well, I wasn't doing shit. I went to get up from the chair and next, next thing I know what happened. Hmm. Well, apparently resting as much as you could outside of your normal activity wasn't the solution. So let's try this. You've got to exercise now. Doctor's orders. You get motivated now, you get motivated later. But the, the solution is not being motivated, right? It's having the discipline and the, fo the focus on the outcome that will help you take the action. And then you'll start to see the motivation. Stop waiting for motivation. Start looking for discipline and dedication to the process. It takes time. Everything that we don't want to do has to be done because we know it will yield a result down the road. Just like not wanting to go to work. Well, what happens to not going to work? Well, in a couple weeks, I don't get paid. If I don't make that post, right? If I don't push that content, if I don't reach out to that guy that messaged me, what happens? Well, 
I no longer have a business. I have no, I no longer have the ability to help people and they get compensated for that help. And the next thing we know, can't pay the bills. And then who am I helping? Then all my focus is on me, right? It's time to survive. It's no longer on trying to help other people anymore. So I become more selfish. Then my blessings start dwindling more and more and more. Life gets way more complicated. Not because I don't have money, but because all of a sudden my focus has shifted. Off of everyone else, helping other people. And now it's on trying to, how can I help myself? Well, selfish things. I could always swallow my pride, sleep on a couch. That's not the issue. But the issue is just that self-preservation kicks in. Then you get real motivated. No, you're kind of scared into action. Same thing with the heart attack. Same thing with the bad doctor visit. Same thing when the paycheck comes and it's not anywhere close to what it normally is because you decided, hey, I'm going to try and do this thing with my professional life like I do with my physical health. And if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. So you didn't go to work for a few days. No vacation time, no PTO that you used. Just didn't show up. Actions have consequences, guys. They can be good, they can be bad. Ah, good and bad. I mean, everybody's so wishy-washy over language these days. Well, not these days. I'm sure it's always been that way. But let's just say some are beneficial, some are less beneficial. But there is always a consequence. And they only happen as a result of actions. I chose to act. I chose not to act. But the action has to take place before anything starts to take off. You might can do one action. It's the repeated action that leads to the snowball. It leads to the momentum, right? Momentum is powerful. Once you have it, it's hard to slow you down. But that only happens over time. Repetition of action over time. Then you start seeing it, right? You start seeing the results. You start seeing the fruits of your labor. You start reaping what you sowed a while back. And you've been plugging along, plugging along. And then finally that fire's lit. And you're like, yes, let's do this. Let's keep going. I'm motivated now. But if you're waiting for the motivation to happen, that happen without action, right? Some of you guys might be car junkies. You got that bomb-ass engine sitting under the hood of that car in the driveway. And all you're doing, you're just thinking, man, I can't wait to take this thing out. And you're just imagining how it runs, how it feels, how it sounds, how you feel sitting behind the wheel of it. That's your motivation, right? Oh, I'm so motivated to get back out there and do that. But what action has to take place first? Or you got to turn the key. Turning the key in and of itself, not sexy, not exciting. What happens after you turn the key, that's what you're seeking. Think about that. It's not the act of inserting and turning the key. It's what happens after you've turned the key. That is what you're really excited about. When it comes to taking care of your health, 
that's the car, that's the vehicle you need to be way more concerned with. Doing those reps, doing those sets, logging those miles, logging those steps. Those things aren't exciting. There's some benefit to them short term, yeah. Clear your head, kind of calm down a little bit, focus on yourself. Take some time to like exert yourself while you're analyzing maybe some personal struggles you're going through. Just putting iron against iron. That feels good short term, but you're doing it not for that, right? You're doing it for what happens after you've turned the key. Where those clothes fit a little different. The way you get kind of looked at a little differently by the by the missus. Like, oh, hello, young fellow. I forgot you were in this part of the house. That type of stuff. Or the energy that takes off in your business because, oh, wow, hey, I've been getting my blood flow. I'm taking care of my heart. Like, I'm feeling good. There's an endorphin rush. There's chemical things happening that are, you know, the things that people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for, for medications, chemical shit to feel good. I've got it inside me already because I've been moving it. I've been exercising. That's what you turn the key for. Being able to make it past 65 and not be on a buttload list of medications. Why? Well, shit, if you're motivated by money, that shit costs money. I don't care what Medicare Part D plan you have. Still costs money. Costs a lot of money to be sick. Costs a lot of money to be sick. Trust me, I know. Man, I've seen people in their last days of their life struggling trying to figure out how they're paying for the nursing home that they're staying in. They've had to sign over all their assets to the state, a.k.a. the nursing home on their behalf, right? There's not a thing that you can own that can't, that can be yours anymore. has to all be theirs. Whatever's not already assigned to your family is assigned to them. That's your that's their collateral. Because it's at least 150 bucks on up a day to stay there. Why? Well, maybe it's bad luck. Maybe it's bad genetics. Most of the time, bad choices. A lot of preventative health issues that weren't prevented. You want to stay out of there? That's what you turn the key for. Some people, that's their motivator. I've talked to them. That's why I turn the key. That's why I take the action. So guys, if there's any take-home message I want you to have from this week's episode, it's that motivation is not what you're looking for. Call it for what it is. You're looking for the ability to take the action. What's going to push you to take the action? Dude, just do it. Just force yourself to do it and then see what happens. I'm telling you, psych yourself up a little bit if you need to, but try and do it every day straight for at least a good 14 to 21 days. Tell me what happens. All of a sudden you start seeing differences. Like, oh, this is nice. 
Whatever the thing is. Ooh, this is nice. I kind of like this. Now I'm getting all motivated to keep going. Well, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. You guys ever listen to uh, what's Matthew McConaughey's book, uh, Green Lights? You guys ever listen to the audio version of that on Audible? Of course, he's he's narrating it himself, and it's it's literally like I'm listening to a Lincoln car commercial. But that's hey, sometimes I've caught myself, you know, I've got some of those vo- voice inflections. I can kind of act in that a little bit. I'm, right now, I'm pacing back and forth. I'm imagining that I'm giving this presentation on stage, and you guys are in the audience, all right? Awkward, talking to nobody moments again. And I kept my, I caught myself getting a little, little Hollywood there. With somebody's like, "Hell yeah, brother, let's go!" All right, all right, all right. But seriously, guys, stop seeking motivation to get started. Just seek the action. Right? Seek yourself taking the action. See yourself winning. See yourself doing it. You'll start getting hooked on that. Why? Yeah, because you're starting to see some of the things you started to you know, turn the engine for, turn the key for. But more than anything, you're starting to see yourself capable of something that you were really hesitant on your ability to do in the first place. That's why you're anxious about doing it. And that's why you haven't started it. You're anxious because you're afraid that you're not going to be able to succeed. So you're hoping something else can motivate you, right? Something else can tell you that you're worthy and deserving of it. Brother, I'm telling you, I will die on this hill. That's your responsibility. It's not mine. It's not your wife's. It's not your kids. It's not your boss's. That's your responsibility. And the sooner you realize that and you just keep taking the action anyway, I've still got a list of shit that I need to do. I've not wanted to do it for about two weeks now. Mainly sorting out my inbox full of a bunch of receipts for over the past year, just so I can organize it for my taxes. <laughs> Why? Because I'm anxious about the fact of having to sit down and do it. And what if I miss something, right? What if I accidentally add something twice? What if I double saved an email or something? If I upload it twice and my accountant's like, what the hell has he been doing? But it's all stuff that like once I sit down and I start doing it, next thing I know, like three hours flew by yesterday when I was working on it. It's like, oh shit. All right. That wasn't so bad. All right. I can do this. Same thing this morning, started my workout. Didn't want to do it, but I started. Started, got about three sets into it. And I was like, you know what? Uh, It's not the best way I'd like to spend my morning, but starting to feel good. Starting to get the blood pumping, endorphins rushing. Starting to get that chemical high, you know? And then I started, I I got about halfway through it. And even towards the end, I was like, you know what? I'm going to squeak out a few more reps, see what I can do. I feel like I can handle it. You know what? I'm going to click it up a notch, throw on another plate, see what I can do. About 40 minutes before that, hell no, I wasn't going to do that. 
the thought even crossed my mind, man, what if I can just kind of go through the, go through the motions and not really push myself and just say that I did it. Just check the box, right? That's like voting present when you've been elected to the Congress of the United States of America. Present. No yay, no yay. Present. Weak ass shit. <laughs> Motivation is the key. Motivation. Got to be motivated. No. Nope. That's not it. Got to be disciplined. Discipline yourself to take the action. The action will lead to the motivation once you start seeing shit work. Guys, I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm going to wrap things up. This is a soapbox that I could stand on for a while. One of the unfortunate byproducts of working in health and fitness industry for shit, 15 years now. Yeah, 15 years as of January. How about that? Guys. Take the action. Just first thing this morning, take the action. Whatever the thing is that you know you've been needing to do that you don't want to do, just start doing it. You'll be amazed to see what happens. And then the next day, do it again. Day after, do it again. After the next week, do it again. Keep doing it. Shit will start happening. You'll start getting momentum. Then the trains left the station at that point, guys. You're going to be motivated to keep going. Why? Because it feels good. That thing you've been needing to do for yourself, it's going to start to feel good. Why? Because you're seeing what you're wanting to turn the key for. Love you, brothers. As always, reach out. If you need anything, have any questions, if you just want to share this with somebody, man, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Tag me. Right? If you're going to post on social media, tag me. Let me know what's getting out there. As always, if you're not already, subscribe, rate, comment. If you happen to be an iTunes fan. Spotify, I don't think you can rate or comment on there. I don't even know how to look that crap up on Spotify. But I know that's where I'm at. That's where most of you guys listen to me at. Appreciate the love. Seriously, I appreciate the love. Every time I get a message from you guys talking about how an episode hit home and how much you appreciated it, how it's helped you, it first of all, it blows my freaking mind. I'm like, seriously? I'm just a dude. But it really means a lot. That motivates me to keep going. Why? Because I took the action and I saw the positive reinforcement as a result of my actions being done repeatedly. See how it works? All right, guys. That's it this week. Until next week. Take some action. Don't talk to me about how you're motivated. Take the action. You'll see what happens. That's it. See y'all. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families. 